This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yes, sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the California Penal League Podcast, a new episode full of uh, hope and promise as we only look forward from now on. There's no more looking back at the 2022 season unless we need to reference it for some reason, like Jose Ramirez winning the Silver Slugger or something like that. Uh, But aside from that. And uh, everybody else winning gold gloves. That's true, Uh, which I don't know if we mentioned that yet. We might. I don't think we did. Yeah, we didn't. Okay, so they, yeah. All right, but no more. Only looking forward. We're only going to talk about the the promise of an exciting offseason, which we've been burned a number of times on, where we've had episodes talking about our predictions and our thoughts and what what might happen at either uh, the offseason or at the trade deadline, and the Guardians in the last year plus have done <laughs> zilch. So... Uh, I think we're in a bit of a different place this year. I think you guys would agree is that guardians had their feeling out year in 2022. And now it's time to like bolster the roster for a little bit of a run here, uh, to fill in the gaps of what is still like a ridiculously young roster. I would imagine even next season, they're gonna have the youngest roster, if not one of not until they shot. do yes. what I suggest they do. Sign only 38-year-olds. Only. Exclusively <laughs> signing them to 10-year deals. What could go wrong? Yeah. yeah. I think but that no, they good. probably will be very young still. Yeah. So, and anyway. And because, I mean, we've talked about this before. Our top-tier blue-chip prospects still really haven't even made it to the bigs yet. And are extremely young. So, like, if even if like yeah. George Valera made it, if he somehow made it to the majors this year, he's only twenty one. Yeah. So they're going to get potentially even younger just by operating business as usual. So, um, it's uh, it, it it's exciting in the regard of like it feels maybe a tad different at this point of like there's like very clear needs. And I would argue extremely affordable and interesting options out there. Absolutely. So uh, veteran options, which make a ton of sense for this team. So the way I guess we can kind of um, sort of preview maybe the off season here is uh, Chris posed it to us last time after we had finished recording saying uh, that he wanted us to uh, think about our dream scenarios for this off season. If you had to imagine a perfect off season for the guardians. What would that look like? So I figure we can each kind of give our scenarios and we can just see where the conference, the beautiful conversation takes us. Um, so Chris, given that it's your sort of topic. All right. Uh, and I know you can take this any way you want. I know you have some stuff you want to talk about aside from even 
um, yeah. the thing. So just take us so, away. Start the so conversation. I kind of broke my dream off season into three parts. Free agency, trades, and extensions. Um, like you said, Steve, I really don't think that the team's that far away. We got a weakness probably at first base DH. And if we could find a guy who can fill in there and maybe even, hey, fill in in the outfield a little bit, awesome. Pitching is always um, a need, so I wouldn't ignore that. And then probably catcher would be the three positions of need the most. So with that in mind, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of break this up and I'll, I'll let you guys speak, but I'm going to start with, I have, um, I have three guys at first base that I would love for us to target and two are free agents and one's a trade. I'm only going to focus on the free agents for right now. And we'll circle back to my trades and extensions a little bit later. Um, But as far as free agency goes and my, my top choice, my top choice and actually hell, all three of my first base choices are probably pipe dreams. I'll I'll just put it out there. Um, But my top (laughs) choice, I think good start. Yeah. I I mean, (laughs) and and not pipe dreams in the sense that they're going to be out of our budget, but Pipe dreams in the fact that, like, I wouldn't break the bank for any one of these guys. And somebody will overpay for them. And somebody exactly will overpay. So I want to actually, before we even, I dive into this, I want to take a step back. Like, we as a fan base should should take take a beat and not be pissed off. Steve, before we uh, we jumped on, you and I were talking about MLB trade rumors that they just released their top 50 prospects. And one of the writers had us, you know, signing J.D. Martinez. And then a couple other guys were like, well, that would make sense for the Guardians. But J.D. Martinez was really only the only guy predicted to come here. And and mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think I'd want him, truth be told. But right. that just goes to show you what the narrative around the country is about how the team operates. We're not going to break the bank in free agency. Like, we just won't. We never do. Uh, we never do. Trades and extensions, I can see some big moves occurring. Well, think of so, it this way. Think of it this way. It's, there's a couple ways to think of that. It's like, okay, so the Phillies broke the bank in the last couple years, and it got them to a World Series, right? Yes. I don't know yep. if that team's necessarily built to sustain it. I don't think they are. I really think that their window is was probably... Last year this, year, this year, and maybe I, w- I would give them next year. But then once you start getting into 24, 25, oof, I don't know. And then you look at a team like the Astros, who have been in it since 2017, and this year won it with a roster that like is basically entirely different. Yeah. Full I mean, of we guys that they gi- brought up. Yeah, we want to, you know, give them a hard time for cheating, but. Literally, it was just Altuve and Bregman at this point. Yeah, it. it, it, so I guess the point being like, and I think we probably are like a broken record at this point on that on that topic. But like no fan ever, nobody ever seems to really quite get it. And and is like, 
you know, if you're not making the big splashes in the offseason, it's like, well, oh, just right off the year. But look at look at the teams that do spend big, like the Texas Rangers. What, what are exactly. You know? Yep. The Mariners, historically, are in that same camp. You know, the Angels. I saw that. Oh, right. I saw that um, some rumor out there, which is hard to uh, dispel at this point on Twitter, but, like, uh, I saw... That what seemed to be a real account that Jacob deGrom had told the Rangers he was in, he was interested potentially in like signing with them. And that seems like such a Rangers signing to me that they will like, they will bend over backwards to sign six years, $135 million. And he'll pay like 30. He'll pitch over six years, like 15 starts. (laughs) Yeah. And you're going to forget he's on their team. The other move yep. that I saw rumored was Carlos Correa to um, Seattle, and again, that was like, oh yeah, that 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 seems to fit their mo. And that's dude, he that had a good season, season but like he's They're not fine. the same guy. They're fine. Yeah, that Degrom though, that is that is tailor made for us getting a notification three years from now, like on a Sunday afternoon. DeGrom takes perfect game into the eighth for Rangers. You're like, oh, yeah, he's on the Rangers. It's like, okay. I completely forgot about that guy. <laughs> yeah, and again, in a season yep. where they win like 75 games. 100%. Right. 100%. 100%. Some, some one of their many lost seasons. <laughs> yeah. Those but anyway, Rangers not to derail fans. you, Chris. No, no, no. Um, so, so, like I said, I'm going to focus just right now on, on my free agent signings. And again... Nothing too splashy, but uh, I, I do have concerns about us getting the guys just because I think they're, I think there's a lot of teams that would be interested in the services of the players I'm about to mention. Um, but my number one choice would probably be Josh Bell. On about okay. a three-year deal, he plays your first base. He plays your DH. Um, the, the guy fits the mold of what we're looking for. It's it, he. He's not a you know. He's not an all or nothing hitter. Maybe we could say that we would like a little bit more power, but hell, I mean, if he can hit you two eighty five with twenty five home runs and drive in eighty five to ninety five runs, and play decent <laughs> first base, spell Naylor. Naylor can you know he and Naylor can kind of split the first base duties and DH. You know, Oscar Gonzalez can kind of shuffle into that DH mix too. I, I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Um, I mean, we liked him last year. Yeah, we did. I mean, and, and there were rumors about, you know, some interest at the deadline. Yeah. I, I don't know if that was, you know, us getting more optimistic than it really was. But, um, yeah, no, I think, and, and he's young. <laughs> he's young. He's only going to turn, um, where do I have it? He'll play next season at age 30. So a three-year deal at around probably, I'd say, 14, 15 a year, I would love. And I think that's well within our our means. Um, but but I am skept, you know, skeptical that maybe, or, or fearful, really, that some team might come in and, and offer him 16, 17 a year. Um, well, the thing services. that always gets the Guardians, too, is that there's always a team willing to give that extra year. Yeah. But I think three is a good amount. Um, beyond that, I, I don't know. Just because I don't want to 
have a problem. Maybe club option for a fourth year. Yeah, possibly. I mean, because, I mean, we're talking, we just mentioned George Villara. We we have talked about uh, John Kenzie Noel. Those are guys that might get shifted to first base. You know, Nolan Jones, they seem to be sticking him in the outfield and have talked about him at first base. You know, uh, Arias, you know, he was playing first base down the stretch. You know, the don't want to create these artificial log jams um, and just hold on to our prospects until they have no value. Um, right. But anyway, anyway, uh, my next guy would be Jose Abreu. Mm-hmm. Probably like a two-year deal. Yeah, he's 35. That dude's just, yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll, he's going to turn 36 here soon. I thought, I think in January. Um, yeah, he's getting I, up there. I would not go much more than two years. And again, maybe I'd be willing to spend a little bit more money up to about 16 a year. So maybe like a, a Michael Brantley two year, you know, I, uh, I saw that they were estimating it was going to be two years, 36 for him. Two years, 36. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking, I mean, we're talking 18 a year. I, I, I don't necessarily know. I'd like to go that high for him. Uh, two, two for 34. Sure. But then again, it's not my money. So I mean, yeah. Also, and but it's I also only two seasons, and it's only two seasons. But I also, I'm, I'm also trying to avoid the whole Nikki Swish, Michael Bourne, you know, mm-hmm. conundrum. Spend money just had. to spend it. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I mean, yeah. none of these deals, especially the free agent guys that I'm, you know, rattling off here. I don't necessarily know if I would go much past four years. And, and really the only guy would probably be Bell just because of the age. Um, mm-hmm. But so we say spend money just to spend it. And like, I, you know, our front office is going to do some insane shit this, this off season, most likely not. They're not going to do some stupid stuff. I'll put it that way. No. Um, but like if, if they're locking up short, shorter term deals, they are just theoretically buying time with guys who are like have already proven themselves. Yeah, they're just bridge players. Guys, yeah. So yeah. it's, I mean, if you got to spend the money because they know now their window is like wide open and yeah, and like the, the yeah. Yankees, the Judge stuff that's going to get wild. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he goes to the Giants. Same, same. And that would, Fabs, that you would nailed it. Blow yeah. them up. That would. Yeah, and, and Fabs, but you nailed it. And honestly, because like when you go through any of those lists, it's always kind of interesting to see like the teams that are always buying players that aren't developing their own. So all of these, all my free agent signings are very much just placeholders, bridge type players. Um, the last one, this this is going to be a little bit of a curveball, but my last one is Corey Kluber. Oh, get the yeah, gang back like together. I like that. Get the Bring gang back ace together again. for like a year or two. <laughs> An ace again. <laughs> and if Bring he's your home. fifth starter, I like that. Yes. I, I mean, the guy had elite level splits when it comes to strikeout to walks. His ERA was, you know, low fours, like four two something. I thought. But as a fifth starter, I mean, if you if you're league average, and, and then the thinking, my thinking at least with it is, 
okay, we can we can package a a plea sack in a deal. Uh, some of our younger pitching can not have to be called up right away. Get their feet wet also, in Triple A. I like. The I think it's a perfect mentoring. move. It, 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 I like and he mentors the team too. Yes, he meets Class A, the man who he was traded for. That'd be awesome. And like breaks his up. right hand. I mean, if he pitches seven innings, he pitches seven innings. It crushes his like, hand. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. That's, I mean, so, uh, so those that's, are my that's free agents for me. Those are my free agents that I I, I would like to target. Perfect. Okay. Amazing. Good. Um, uh, all right. Well, actually, I guess we could yeah. do. I guess we could do like we could each go through and and do what our free agents are. And then we could do trades if you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's just how I wanted to pose it. But yeah, yeah. All right. Be, I don't. Felt, I don't mind going natural. That route. Um, felt natural. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I like it. Uh, Fabs, do you have like yeah, free agents specifically? Stuff. Yeah, I've, uh, I have. So my list is very much the same. Uh, I have also Bell and Abreu. I like Bell the most, and I think. You know, he's somebody I'd be willing to give an extra year or two because even when we have guys come up, like you have Valera come up or John Kinsey Noel in a couple of years, he provides flexibility with position. And I think that's like way more valuable than Jose Abreu is like a, he is a first baseman. Uh, it's pretty much all he can play. Um, but it would be really fun to like rock the show of the White Sox with Jose Abreu in like the four or five hole. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't like dislike that at all. <laughs> that would um, be beautiful. But yeah, I mean, we, and you know, Antonetti even came out and said, you know, they're going to be targeting a starting pitching and they're going to be targeting power bats. Um, and so like, I think, I, I don't think either of those names are like out of the realm of possibility. Um, I, I, I hope they like pounce quickly before the market gets weird and then suddenly like just, you know, random, like a Joey Gallo is going to suddenly make 25 a year oh, on a four year deal with somebody <laughs> who's just desperate for a bat. Um, Does he go back but, to Texas? Know, I, I, yeah. <laughs> back to Texas. At that or, deal. Or yeah. Seattle or the angels. Um, just a team that just doesn't. Learn. Any one of them. Man. Um, uh, so yeah, that's, those would be my bat, my, my power bat. I think bell is my number one target. Okay. Uh, he's he's only 30, 31. He just got some more playoff experience. Um, I like that, like you said, we can mix and match, give days off to Gonzalez, Naylor, um, or you can have all three in the lineup, and then you just have a really great lineup. And like I'm, I'm never opposed to that as well. Um, and then um, uh, Jose Quintana, I think, is an interesting target. Oh. Left-handed, left-handed mm. starting pitcher. We don't have any lefties. Um, I mean, Corey Kluber, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I think Quintana has a bit more left in the tank. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he was a three-and-a-half war player last year. Um, and, you know, having that reliable fourth starter, I do think, you know, everyone wants to shit on Savali. He dealt with injuries last year. And he, 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 at one point, he had a nice little stretch that he was putting together until he got injured again. Um, mm-hmm. And he was just kind of... He had such a long uh, uh, time. All he was off for twelve days before having to go against the, that Yankees lineup in at, in Yankee Stadium. So it was yeah. kind of a like 
he did terribly. <clears throat> I'm not going to like put it lightly. Like he was, he was as bad or worse than if I would have just gotten flown to New York to start that game. Like he didn't record a single <laughs> out. Like I think no, I would have gotten out. He got two outs. He got one. He got two. Oh, okay. He struck out. Okay. He struck out Judge. Oh, okay. Which, See, I at some point I we should that. just do I an episode I... of how well the Guardians pitched Judge in the playoffs. I would love to they talk did. about um, that for like. I mean, that was a master class, and that's yeah. what sucked about it is like, like other guys beat us, specifically yeah. Giancarlo Stanton and um, Bader. And I and again, yeah, I Bader's the one. Stanton hurting you is fine. That's fine. It's guys like Harrison Bader who are like ripping home runs left and right. Did you that hear first... the key to his success? It was he. He wore a mouth guard. It helped move his jaw. And he said oh, that yeah. was able. Yeah, that's what he was saying. He was saying, yeah, he realized that he was tensing up because uh, huh. he was like grinding his teeth at the plate, and he had some sports person like get him a specific type of mouth guard that moved his jaw back and allowed him to relax. Well, that mouth guard's Roy laced with like, work. with like some like you know <laughs> drugs in there too. I'm, I'm Absolutely, right. yeah, just that. straight through the yeah. gums. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah straight, straight to the gums. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that those would be my targets. I think that addresses a lot of me. I mean, yeah. if, if if we if we get a, we're going to talk extension soon. Um, but if we get a, like an extension or two, and if they're like Josh Bell, I am. I'm like I'm already all in. I do yeah. I, like they're my team. We also do a podcast, so I have to be all in, even if they were bad. Uh, but like I would just I would like freak out if we can get if we can spend some money because you know we we last episode we talked about uh, people not showing up at the at the stadium and you know I I think even if they just want to spend they're like okay well we, if we're going to spend the same amount as last year and we have a few extra million. That gives you sixteen to seventeen million dollars for a free agent to like play with. So, like, if there's no signings, I I don't know what's happening unless they're like Valar is ready. Um, but they they won't announce even that then. Right now, so. Even then, it be even it then. would be very hard to go in the next season. Yeah. Um, defending the Guardians if they did nothing, <laughs> so yeah, it I would really it open would up because, in that position. It would because I think I think the Twins are going to take a step back. Royals and Tigers aren't there yet, though the Tigers are probably another team that's willing to do some stupid shit, like a yeah. five-year, $25 million deal <laughs> I, to Joey Gallo. I hope they, yeah, I hope they do a couple stupid things, and then, like, because they think we're really close. We played yeah. the Guardians tough last year, and then they it just blows up in their face because they, like, they lose their capital. Exactly, exactly. But the White Sox are the one team. And, Fabs, you brought up the Jose Abreu thing, which I think was probably in the back of my mind. But, like, how sweet would it be that, like, Abreu comes up two or three times in the only, like, what, 16 games that we get to play him this year? Because we don't have to face him 19 times? Thank God. I think it's 15. 15 15. times? Even better. I'm so sick and tired of seeing the Royals and the Tigers and the Twins. I know. God, thank you. Thank you, Manfred. You've done some dumb things, but I want to say this is the right one. But Abreu comes up in two or three games with a tying run on. Just a nice nice hit. Scores the game-winning run. I would love it. Naylor it's a, home, it's a game-winning their, home run, you know. Be their father. Yeah. And oh, just, just give me that. Uh, that would, oh. Uh, It'd be amazing. And, 
in all in all sincerity though, the White Sox do scare me a little bit because they're good. Th- yeah. They got they're good. They're getting older, so I don't think they're going to be around for too long. But they got rid of Tony Larusa. Yeah. I don't know if that can be understated. No, it's I mean, that dude was literally which, falling asleep at the wheel. What's weird about the about the White Sox is like they are a lot like they're very old and like I it felt like their window like just opened and and I guess that's what's so great about the Guardians window opening when everyone is so young. Um, but for some reason it was just like. You heard about all these up and coming players for the White Sox, but then I look and they're all like thirty three years old or thirty. Well, Jose years Abreu old. was twenty seven mm-hmm. when he made his debut. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. Yeah, and, and, and the, the and and the White Sox do the one thing that I wish we did a little bit more of was taking some chances on some international signings. The White Sox mm-hmm. are very yes. good at that. The White Sox are always in the mix for some you know top ten international signing year in year out, and the yeah. Guardians have shown a good job of uh, finding those players, but it's like some of these guys are just like clear as day studs. Like, mm-hmm. let's toss some money at one of these guys and land one. Racist, racist Cleveland fan is like, we have Stephen Kwan. What are you talking about? Oh, well, didn't, we, yeah. didn't, we, uh, didn't we have some infields a couple times uh, that was all Spanish speaking towards the end of the season? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. So, I probably ruffled some feathers. Well, I always found it. Am I like? Am I like too sensitive, or did I always find it kind of racist when when the Guardians would play the Mariners and everybody would be like, "Stephen Kwan, what do you think about Ichiro?" And it's like, why? Because he's Asian. Like, yes, that's a very no. You're not being sensitive. That's no incredibly. It's not like no. they're from the same fucking place. Like, I, I, I always thought that was so strange. With like, Stephen Kwan loves Ichiro. It's like. Uh okay. Thing, Why are I you asking? Think, I do think he did come out and say at some point that like Ichiro was like one of like his favorite players okay. growing up. I hope I it was like think he said that though. And not yeah, like I don't somebody know, being like, like, "Hey man, what do you think of him?" But and just they making did, that they like that the easy the that, thing. That that Oh yeah. That, <laughs> oh boy. La- the lazy the lazy connection of, "Oh, well, you're of Asian heritage, so you must love Ichiro." That was the vibe I was I getting. Like, no, 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 yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you at all because I picked yeah, up on that too. I thought that was. He's odd. from the Bay Area. He's from Los Gatos, right by San Jose. That's yeah. the thing, man. It's like that's, wait, the, like that's the hilarious thing. He's like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I mean, sure, okay. I, I, he like, but see, yeah. the thing is, like, it's like, oh, well, he was an influence. It's like, yeah, but we all loved Ichiro. So why is it yeah. any different for like yes. Stephen Kwan? Ichiro, so, anyway, Ichiro is a yeah, like you said, he, he's pretty much universally loved. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah it's I, I, odd to me. Uh, yeah, but anyway, no, 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 um, you're, you're, no, no, no. Okay, so you're you're not alone in that thought, Steve. Okay, all right, good. Uh, did you, were those your free agents, Fabs? Yeah, those are my free agents. On to you, Steve. All right, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll take a bit of a left turn and then uh, tell you where I'm kind of at. Um, <laughs> well, my first free agent signing. I, I actually am serious about this, but it's a, it'll come off as a joke. But they should resign Austin Hedges. That should be oh, that needs to be on the list. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know what? <laughs> Toss him in there for me too. I am I am of the firm belief that they should open the season with him and Bone Ayler's the backup, and you just let him learn. You need from weirdos Hedges. in your clubhouse. Yes. You know what? And, and you, need, and you need a weirdo that. like him. I'm glad you mentioned that because 
there was a really good article, and I wouldn't have touched on it today because uh, I really don't want to make a trade for a catcher. I hate that idea. I hate the. I I, 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 I do not want to do that unless you were in dire dire straits where you had no one in the system. I I am so against that because what do you get? So you're going to break the continuity that you had over the last few years by bringing in a guy like Sean Murphy. Yeah. Now, now he, Which I would love a player like Sean Murphy. Don't get me. Yeah. Wrong. I, I mean, think that'd be an awesome. If they made the deal, I'd certainly get on board that, right away. Yes. Like clearly, but I mean, I, I just think that it just makes like, it's kind of smacking you right in the face to like, clearly the beloved guy in the clubhouse is hedges. And he's got a glue a guy. He's a catcher. glue guy. Yes, and you've got a rookie catcher who can learn a shit ton from him. Yep. What What's the problem here? What I mean, it, it, it's sort of a slam dunk, you know. Um, now I'll I'll one up you on I'll, I'll, or not one up you, but I'll take you a step further. I'd give Hedges a two year deal. That's a little scary, but I mean that probably costs you like four million dollars a season, maybe. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, so it's you're in it for two years, eight million dollars total. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why the hell not? Like, why not? Even if he's yeah. your backup, even if he becomes your backup by the All Star game this year, that's true. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So good. We're in agreement there. Yeah. Um. Here, here are my two. It, it mine are more like, not that yours. You guys have like these like outlandish dreams of like who they could sign. I was coming from the standpoint of like where I think realistic, it was realistic. And also like where I see them fitting within the roster. Um, as far as free agents go, I, I see, I see you, Chris wanted to say, something. Oh, I, I, well, I, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to hold off until you, until you give us the players. Okay. We'll cast judgment. Once you say, your yeah, thing. yeah. Okay. Okay. Here, here are my two. I, would love for them to take a swing at newly minted free agent Trey Mancini, whose club option was denied by the Astros. That's, that's a good one. Um, he doesn't put up gaudy offensive numbers by any means compared to like Josh Bell or Jose Abreu, but he's a righty bat. Yeah. Plays first. Um, I mean, used to play outfield, doesn't really play outfield much anymore. Um, although he did, he has played it. In the last few years, but I believe he's primarily... He's primarily a first baseman now, yeah. Yeah, but he's played the outfield in Houston. He played it more in Houston. So anyway, um, he gives you that flexibility if you really wanted it. But I I find him to be a very interesting mid-tier option that would be very affordable. Um, Yeah. the, The option that was denied or declined was a $10 million option from the Astros, you could probably get away with Mancini making somewhere around there for like three years. Probably. And he's you still know? only, he'll, he'll be 31 at the start of the season. So, okay. So you take, you take a bit of a swing on a guy who like, doesn't put up like gaudy numbers, but he's got, he's hit 30, 2019. He had 35 homers and 38 yeah. doubles. Um, 2021 and a 291 batting average too. Yes. 
And that was, was his best year. 899 OPS. Oh. Well, you're talking about a guy, oh. you're talking about a guy oh. that over 6 seasons he has a he has a 113 OPS plus for his career. A mm-hmm. career batting average of 265, on-base percentage of 330. And those are your surface level numbers, but as a guy who that would OPS, be ultimate, that OPS is close to 800. I mean, for the career, I, I mean, you're talking about a guy that like bad. ultimately is going to be a quasi platoon player. That's sure. not bad as, as a, as a guy who will split time at first and you'll have to like figure out the rest from there. I, I, I like Mancini a lot as a veteran. I like him as a righty bat. I like where he fits in at first. And I like him for the price that you'd be. This is my dream scenario. Okay. In my dream scenario, they, they're going on a spending spree to some extent, and Mancini yeah. fits like my vision. So my okay. second three, yeah, right. Uh, yes, the uh, the De Los Santos signing, six figures, please. Hey um, man, hey, <laughs> don't talk bad about my boy. He better. It worked. It worked. It worked, and they better bring him back. If they, I, 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 I haven't heard anything about it because I think he's arb eligible. I'll, I'll take a look later. Um, because I think he's under yeah. team control through like twenty twenty six. Um, there so maybe go. he's got one more year. Uh, my goodness, that worked, and I'm okay with some more moves hey. like that too. Yeah, but don't anyway, doubt I'm him. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to to, right. to jump so, in. My second guy, and I and you guys have already been making your little your little jokes about him, but I actually think it would be very interesting and smart for them to at least kick the tires on a Mr. Joey Gallo. I don't think it oh, I makes... don't dislike Joey Gallo. I just think someone's gonna overpay for him if he's the last man standing. Well, I, that's I don't my... like that one ninety nine batting average. Well, here's the thing, dude. He's he's because that, that, very that completely that's completely contrary to everything that this team has been building. And I get, we can have a guy who's the black sheep. Yeah. But think of it this way. Joey Gallo is an incredibly unique. I mean, he's probably one of the most unique, if not the, like not, this is an oxymoron, but like he, oh, he's a unique. No, no, no. I, I have a, I have a statistic for you. Hold on. Uh, keep on going, and, and let me let me so these numbers to make sure I have it right. You're talking about a guy that, let's just say, from 2017 to 2019, he had an OPS plus of 120. He uh, he he had a ridiculous 217, but had a 336 on base, and he had a hundred home runs, 103 homers over that three season period. You're also talking about a guy who has two gold gloves as yes. well. He does. Um, where I where I find him to be interesting is that he's he's a lefty bat, a Gold Glove caliber lefty bat that you can put in right field to platoon essentially with Oscar Gonzalez, and he's got elite. Now here's the thing: does he strike out? Yes, but he's actually got an elite eye at the plate. So what would be interesting would be if you got him into a system like what they have now, where they said, what if we worked with him and what if we raised his batting average, even like, what if we cut down on his strikeouts, even like 5%, let's just aim for five to 7% cut down on your strikeouts. And we're asking you his to put yearly average is two twenty six over 162, 
162 game very, average, uh, it would be 226 for his career. So it's if you go to him and say, look, you have one of the best eyes at the plate among anybody in baseball. We're going to wipe your slate clean from New York. Screw that. That doesn't count. Um, we want to see if we can take the approach that we've tried to build here and see if we can't get you a, a few more hits a week, let's say, right? And those hits for him one, usually one are more a hit double. A week. That's a double or a home run for him. That's like all he does. I, I find him to be like, he's actually kind of a reclamation project at this point because I would of the not last disagree couple with of years. That statement. So I, I feel like you'd be taking a bit of a calculated risk with him, but he's got a really interesting track record. He's a defense. He's great defensively. He's not a liability in the field or he hasn't been in the past and he's only 28. So like, yeah, well, he'll, about to turn uh, he's about to turn 29. Um, so he only earned 10 million last year, so you could probably get him for probably in that ballpark, eight, yeah, eight yeah. to 10. Yeah, so the last two seasons, his batting average is 183. Is on base though, uh, 323, and his OPS was 739, OPS plus a 401 or a 104. Uh, averaging about 28 home runs a season and 62 RBI. Uh, no, you're right, Steve, about the gold glove. I mean, he won a gold glove in 2021. Uh, you know, see, you're removed. Yeah. Uh, he won it 2020 and 2021. Yes. Yes. Um, Boy, it's, 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 uh, it's it's just it's, it's just that batting average, but you do bring up the point that he is. Uh, so I mean, I always kind of look at batting average and then on base percentage, right? And if that batting average is a hundred points lower than that on base, that 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 guy gets on base. His on base for his career is nearly one hundred twenty five points higher than his batting average. And the stat that I was going to tell you quickly was, I believe he is the only player in Major League Baseball history to have hit 300 home runs with a career batting average of less than 200. It it wouldn't. That's what I'm saying is like, you almost have to throw out everything you know about other hitters in baseball because there is no one like him. He's a he's a supremely singular talent in the way that he has an approach to the plate. I don't know if it's a perfect fit in Cleveland, but you're also talking about a guy that a is a power bat. That's 30 to 40 <laughs> home run power instantly. You, you, you could almost pencil him in for 30 home runs if he's healthy. Excuse me. Um, and you're talking about a guy that as a career has a 110 WRC plus and has a 109 OPS plus, even with the struggles that he might have in the last couple of, that he's had in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. he still has a career that's 10% better than the rest of baseball. And that's 
and and he gets on base. So like, if you, I, this might be nuts, but like if you slotted him into like even the second hole, that'd be weird. Ooh, that'd be weird, but. It might be too weird. It might be too weird. I was going to say, get Quan on base. I mean. So you pay. Basically, it's like this. You get Quan on base and you say, we're going to roll the dice and you're either going to walk or you're going to drive him in or you're going to strike out. And then what's the problem? You got one out if if he's on. So So I I saw I saw somebody posted on Twitter a a batting or a lineup of uh, Quan Jimenez. Jose, I think they had Naylor fourth. Uh, I think they were stumping for um, Jose Abreu as a free agent signing, and he was batting five. But even if you switch it up and you go Gonzalez five, Gallo six, and there's ways that we can work it around. Or, or what if you're what if you yeah, had this? I mean, what if you're batting at what if your order was uh Stephen Kwan, <laughs> Joey Gallo, Jose Ramirez, uh either Josh Naylor or Oscar Gonzalez, Andres Jimenez, and then if you had like Trey Mancini hitting like sixth. It's not bad. No, no. I mean it's not it's not like gonna it's not like gonna blow your socks off like of Josh Bell, but if you wanted to get like two for the price of one, potentially, That's and true. like try to fill the roster out a little yeah. bit more, because then all of a sudden your five outfielders are Stephen Kwan, Miles Straw, Oscar Gonzalez, Joey Gallo, and Will Brennan. Hell yeah, give me that. And you know That's what? Super fun. I, we haven't even talked about this, and I don't want to dive too back, you know, too much back into last season. But some of the guys that the Yankees were bringing off their bench. And they've done this for decades. Some of the guys they bring off the bench, you're like, holy shit, that's right. They got that MFR. Oh, they right. got the that guy on the team to come off the bench. You're like, super annoying. Oh, gosh, man. I completely forgot about him. And then that dude ends up getting a, a, a bloop single, and, you know, then they score two runs. You know, and it's just like, ah, I hate those guys. I know Joey Gallo would be a frustrating watch. I understand that for sure. But like, I mean, if you're ta- if you're talking about a guy that can put it out, that can yeah. like, you know, what about Rizzo? No, no. Well, I don't like him because he's a lefty. It doesn't it doesn't work for me at first because well for obvious reasons, but it doesn't work for me because he's a lefty at first. So it's like why muddy the waters. At the position, then, I, I, it's my only. That's really my only gripe. He's just been again. I'm not living and breathing and watching every game he plays, but it just seems like his. <clears throat> he's been on a a downward trajectory for a while, and the age, and it doesn't seem like something that he could kind of bounce out of. It's this is I who do you got love that. I love that every one of those Cubs players got immediately shitty the like the second they won the World Series. <laughs> yeah, all their power, all, all their magic got sapped in the in it, 2016. It's like insane. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. 
that's the only bit of solace you can take. Sure, certainly. Steve, do you have any All other right, free so, agents? No, no. Those are the only legit okay. ones that I like. I, I like where you're about. coming from. I like where you're coming from because that's kind of. Um, I, I, I don't want to say we're shopping at, um, you know, the discount store, but we're shopping at the discount store a little bit. But you're getting quality players. Do you um, think they'll go up to ninety million in payroll? Probably not this year. I don't believe this year. I could see like low eighties. Although okay. low to mid eighties, I, mean, I could see. Year. That's where they were last year. Oh yeah, they were. Uh, uh maybe then. Yeah, I mean, because Blitzer is coming on. I would have obvious. I would have joined them too had I won the Powerball, but I don't live in California. Oh, dude. Great. Yeah, that'd have been the, my first order of business. Yeah. Oh, I would have. I would have walked down to the front office and been like, "Listen, guys, I got a hundred million dollars earmarked no. for you guys." <laughs> I would have cut a deal with D Haslam to become a minority owner, and then my only thing I wanted, I wanted no future earnings. But we put Jimmy in a gimp costume and put him in a crate, just like Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And that's where he stays. <laughs> Dude, honestly, man, I would t- actually, it might be more fun to be like a, a George Steinbrenner type of monster in baseball. Cause like baseball m- needs like a guy like that. But like, yeah. Or it'd be like a Jerry Jones. Like, I, I just like, it would, if I won the Powerball, I would just do, I would love to just like immediately absolve myself of any other commitments in life and become like a crazed, sports owner where like clearly this is the only thing i do and i and the only thing i think about where like i'm just like they're interviewing me instead of the coaches like that's what i want oh yeah it's like, they bypass the coach yeah. they come and to me develop, so you, you do want to be like, you do want to be jerry jones i do and i want to tell him like who's starting like, the next week even though yeah, i'm not yeah. the coach. like i have terrible takes like we're going to start this running back who just hasn't been doing it for the last three years. I'm going to, tra- you know, I'm going to trade all my first rounders the next five years. I'm going to get me a quarterback, and then get me a quarterback. I'm going to get me a quarterback and offensive line because Zeke is our boy. He is the guy. Yeah, he starts having like a southern accent, and he has a like, giant belt buckles. Yeah, starts drinking cheer wine. I've got a bigger cowboy gallon. hat with every every press conference. Yes. Yeah, you buy a northern uh, team where like wearing cowboy hats to all of this. God, I would love that, man. I would love to just be like a maniac sports owner, like but like with a heart yeah. of gold, like a Steve Ballmer, like a like a like a cheery guy. Where I'm okay, like, oh, he's, he's fun. I don't want to dive too far yeah. down this rabbit hole, but I have to ask you. And for people, I'm sure Steve Ballmer does not have a heart of gold. I'm sure he's a maniac too, but probably um, he's a psycho. Yeah, like getting young blood transfusions. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Steve, go with me on this one. Would you, um, Donna hairstyle, similar to, um, oh Mark Davis, uh, Mark Davis? Oh no, I'd be like, I'd be like the cool billionaire. You know, I'd be like the the guy who's like, whoa, he's showing up in a t-shirt and jeans. Like Mark Cuban, where it's like, whoa, he's like on the bench. Or I get, yeah, I do like really nice suits, but I'd wear like awesome, like rare Jordans. Yeah. It's like, okay, this, this motherfucker is like, I'd be high-fiving people on like 
courtside and stuff. The funny, the funny thing is, like, I would only get like if I won the Powerball, I just immediately put it all in like an ally account, uh, gaining like three percent interest, and that's just how I would make my like fortune. Is like, oh, he's got a money market <laughs> account. <laughs> I mean, dude, the real quick, hey, man. the move is you you buy the team, you don't do the lump sum because then you're going to get the one point nine over mm-hmm. thirty years. You get a bank loan to front the money annually. You you earn money every year from the TV contracts. So it's still paying you basically the same amount. You're using your lotto winnings every year to pay the bank loan back. So you're never right. actually fronting anything. And you're just earning money as an owner. Then you can just sell the fucking team before you have fully paid off the loan. Yeah, because <laughs> you know that that team is going to be more expensive down the road. Yeah, you right. can just wait yeah. 10 years. You're still going to be at, and then you could continue. But okay, the bank wants to. I mean, you could. This literally is what happened with Manchester United. They they didn't. They got a giant bank loan, but they they used their Premier League earnings every year to pay it off, and never put in any of their own money, and then eventually sold the team. So so they literally were able to buy a team with no money down. So we just need it's, to find a bank willing to give us like a huge loan to buy it. There's team. there's wealthy banks. My brother in law works at a wealthy bank that their clientele is all billionaire. It's like they have access to shit that we don't have access to. All right, Fabs. We got well. Your job got before in. next episode is I do get have us an in. I do meeting. Have an in. That's Perfect. that's that's the next thing. Get us a meeting before uh, before the end of this off season. Perfect. Or or. We could do it on a small scale and then, like, level up. We could do the we'll buy yeah. a Col- we'll buy Columbus like women's tier four like exactly. Ohio we'll do the team. we'll do the Ryan Reynolds Rob McElhenney route. Get FX to pay us like ten million dollars for a season. You know, we make I mean, our money like, back after one year. I did tell my boom. wife I want to do that because like they it only costs them two and a half million dollars to buy yeah. that team in the stadium. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. That's really fucking fun. And now Ryan Reynolds wants to buy the Ottawa Senators. Like. Incredible. Well, there's some crazy names for the commanders, too, I saw. Like a bunch of people are starting oh, to Oh, yeah, around. there are. There are. Matthew yeah. McConaughey, I think, was one of them. He's a part of the uh, the Bezos Jay-Z team. Okay. Now, right, there you right, go. Right, See, right. there's just a bunch of weirdos. Just a bunch of psychos who are like running like, things. Could you imagine like those meetings? Like, obviously, they're not all going to be there at the same time, but like conference calls. Yeah, calling. but see, the thing is like, who becomes the face? You know, you got to have an owner who's just like a, a nut job. You got to have a face. Bezos, Bezos doesn't really have any career. It'll be Bezos. He's he's a, a, he's a, he'll and I don't think McConaughey yeah, or Jay Z want any part Bond of that. villain already. Yeah, Zod, I mean, man, be, like, I'm telling you. Yeah, you're all. Yeah, you're all about that. <laughs> well, all right, one thing I did here. The, well, yeah, or, yeah, yeah we could go on and on and on. Um, all right, I, I, I'll I'll dive into. I'm going to kind of just for sake of time, lump uh, trades and extensions together. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So, um. All right, you know what? Probably a pipe dream um, based on reports I've been seeing, but I'm not giving up hope that our front office can go pick up the phone, call Pittsburgh, and say, 
give us Brian Reynolds. And we get the deal done. Give him up. Just, just we're taking him. He's coming here. You guys are wasting his talent. And again, he, you know, he plays a great defense. He, I, I think we could slide him into right field perfectly. Oscar Gonzalez then becomes, you know, your primary DH. Uh, I, I, I think that would be awesome. Um, another trade. Um, my next dream trade, I guess, if you will. Is landing one of the Marlins uh, two through five starters. They have a yeah. ton of young pitching. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are looking to, uh, based on early rumblings, are looking to find some just guys who can get on base. They're looking for defensive minded players uh, who can who can hit as well. Uh, we have two guys who kind of fit that mold. Who, uh, one of whom just won a Gold Glove. Another one who has elevated his defensive game. And I'm not sure either one is super long for Cleveland in uh, Rosario and Straw. Those are two guys I'd be willing to give up. Maybe along with some pitching to get one of these younger pitchers in return. Fabs, you had mentioned some left-handed pitching. Uh, I think my top choice would probably be uh, Pablo Lopez. He's on the market. But Braxton, but Braxton Garrett is a lefty as well. Uh, I like Braxton list. Garrett. <clears throat> I've yeah, had Braxton Garrett. He's only 24. I rode Braxton Garrett down the stretch of my fantasy team, so I say let's do it. Yeah. So... There's that, uh, and then the last two, um, they're they're again they're um, another well the first guy I, I I've loved for a while, probably missed the boat by like two years for trading for him because he's kind of rebounded, but he can play everywhere. In Ian Happ, uh, I, I like the idea yeah. of going uh, what we've been doing, almost kind of. <laughs> the positionless type players that can play two or three spots. You know, the Rays are doing it. The Dodgers are doing it. We're doing it. Ian Happ kind of seems like the king of that kind of crowd. I'd be willing to get him too. And with uh, the Cubs trying to maybe kick re uh, or kickstart a, a rebuild here. Um, he's a valuable asset that I think they could get some pieces for. And, um, yeah, especially considering they're just going to lose Wilson Contreras. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, like, I, I think they kind of need to be in a, a buying and selling mode um, and not be, you know, uh, anti-trading anyone. Um, my last trade is someone Steve and I have talked about before, too, in Reese Hoskins. Um, oh, baby. I do like that. I, I think he fits the mold. I do like Again, Reece Hoskins. Yeah. You know, we talked about the Phillies. What's their window like? Do they want to start rebuilding? In, in, in you know, Reese Hoskins to me seems like the kind of player they could probably ship off and still be okay. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he'd he'd fit in really nicely at first base here. You know. Yep. Another another um, righty yep. bat, yeah, exactly. Guy gets yeah, on base, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, 
I'm willing to sacrifice a little bit of power. Like as much as I would love a guy who can hit me 40 home runs, just plunked right into the middle of this lineup. I'm willing to take a little bit of a, a, me a step back from that. Yeah. I'm willing to take a guy who hits 30, but hits 285 and get some right. doubles. Give me 30 doubles, 30 homers. Yeah. 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 Versus I'll t- I'd rather take that than, and it hits, you know, close, you know, high 200s, you know, maybe, maybe sniffing 300. Um, and then as far as extensions go, we're, we're actually kind of in a really good place where no one is going to leave us for two more years. You know, we, we're not going to, I mean, Rosario could, um, but I think we have so much infield depth that we can replace him. Um, the big one is obviously Bieber. He's only got two more years yeah, remaining. Man. I'd love to see us try to to give him, you know, a a, a four year deal, hundred million dollars. Buy out those first yeah. few years. Yeah, of, we've talked of, about that. Yeah. Free agency. I'd love to see something like that. You know, hey, here's you know, we're going to overpay you a little bit probably for these next two years of arbitration, but on the backside, you know, you're going to probably take a little bit less than the first two years of free agency. Uh, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see Bieber around for more than just the next two years. And if it's only another year or two beyond that, I'll, I'll take it. Um, don't hate the idea of also extending Jimenez, but he's, I don't even think he's arbitration eligible. Um, let me double check. Yeah, I think that's in another year. Yes. They, yeah, I yeah, believe he's some, with him. Yeah. Um, Naylor is a guy I would probably look at. Cal Quantrill is probably another guy I'd look at too. But I mean, we're we're in a pretty good situation with with a lot of our young guys. Where I, you know, our, our hand won't be forced. But why not lock up a couple of those guys? You know, sell a couple jerseys. Right. Totally. <laughs> um, right. Um, okay, so I also had Braxton Garrett on my list. Um, I, I just think like we have so many assets again, we're going to have, we have to clear some of them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, there just aren't, there isn't space for everybody. Like you, uh, you know, left field and right field are pretty much spoken for third base is spoken for second is spoken for you have your catcher of the future. So that gives you shortstop, but you have like three guys that can play shortstop. Yep. Rokio is looking like he's going to be the guy. Um, so that opens first base. You have Naylor there, and you have, you've extended Straw. Um, you're waiting on Valer. So, I mean, you have maybe two or three positions. Obviously, you, you want to have utility guys. Um, but, you know, this team doesn't have a lot of glaring, glaring needs. Um, the Reese, Hawk, Reese Hoskins, that's a great trade um, that fills an area of need. Uh, that gives us a pop, some more pop that we need. Lots of great playoff experience. It's just in the World Series. Um, so I like that. Sean Murphy, possibly, but, you know, I, if the price is right there, you know, I because I don't think Bo Naylor is that far off. Yeah. And I'd rather go where you don't have, a, you know, a young guy, like the presumed heir at a position. I'd rather, if we're going to give up assets, do it there 
especially, you know, catcher. We've gotten by by not having a catcher who can hit worth a shit. And like, you know, what's, what's another season. Um, uh, so yeah, I would, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, pipe dream trout, the angels are going nowhere. Throw a bunch of great assets at <laughs> trout. Yeah. Hey, why not? And just, All of our top you, you have for trout. No tiny. I mean, you, you have them for, I mean, I, yeah, I would literally give them all, I would give them our top eight prospects for Trout and Otani. Yes, I would do that. That solves. That I mean, yeah, without question. That gives you, yes. that gives you, you extend Bieber. Only if Otani agreed to three. sign, though. Only if, only if Otani agreed yeah, to Yeah, you'd have sign. to negotiate with him for sure, but. That's true. But yeah, that gives but you yes. three frontline starters. Cal Quantrill becomes your fourth. That solves pretty much everything. And, and you still have a good farm system if you give up your top eight uh, because they're great at developing. Um, and then in terms of extensions, I you can't lose Bieber. I, I know at the beginning of the year we're like, ah, fuck him. Because like, we didn't know his team was where it's at. But you need, <laughs> you need Bieber because we don't know. You know, Espino was injured all last season. You know, I, yeah. we don't know what these guys are going to be. Chances are two of them are going to be really good because we're great at developing pitchers. But, like, you can't wait for them to get there. It still took Bieber and Kluber several years to get where they – it's taken McKenzie a few years. He's looking amazing, and he, like, showed up during the postseason. Um, but I, I feel like you got to extend Bieber at least a couple more seasons. Um, I would also target Naylor. I think you can get that done relatively uh, affordably. And Cal. Like, just, just having stability in your starting pitching, that – you know, that's – because the reality is of the postseason is if you didn't have all these like weird ass rain delays and if you didn't have um like the the schedule being all whack where there's a, a a gap between days one and two you get Bieber starting the final like you have your ace going two times like and if you if you get the buy then you get McKenzie and Bieber going twice in the first round yeah so like. Hey, we're not that far off anyway. So that's what I would do. Uh, yeah, Febs, you'd mentioned, uh, you know, not knowing. You just don't know, right? There's always unknowns with like young players right. <clears throat> or prospects, which is why I, I, I know that this, I know that Rosario's name gets thrown out there all the time and to move on uh, and trade him. But, I'm more of the belief that they need to sign him to some sort of like two or three year deal to try and bridge the gap to where they can understand like who is going to be this infielder of the future. Because like clearly they don't believe that all that much in Gabriel Arias as a shortstop, even though he is like a slick fielding shortstop. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think something's going on very there. evident there. Um, so there's that question. Tyler Freeman, it's like, where do you fit into the infield? What the hell's going on with you? He could be um, a second baseman. Are you? And then I'm, you move Jimenez over to short. You could do sure. that. Um, yeah. You know, Rokio. Rokio is only 21, but he did struggle in his first taste of the of AAA. It's like, okay, fine, whatever. But that just means he's far away. He's like two years away. So, yeah. like, um, what do you do in the meantime? And Rosario is a guy that a Ramirez flat out loves and everybody else in the clubhouse loves talking about another glue guy. Um, and B he'd come really cheap because he's barely 
a league average bat. So I, I, I'm, I would be of the belief that if I had to pick two extensions this offseason, if you want to even call Rosario like a big extension, um, he's one just from like the standpoint of like you have to bridge the gap because it's really actually, I would say, I would yeah. say it's like fairly unclear at the moment, like what in the world they're going to do with the infield. Um, well, I think Fab's nailed one, it with. I think Fab's nailed it with Rokio at short. I think that's kind of the vision. Maybe keeping him in as a second, and then hopefully yeah. maybe a guy like but Freeman then, like, becomes. A, a, a but then you go like, utility. okay, cool. Like maybe that's the case in like three years. Oh no! Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's at least two, if not three years away. So yeah, be funny. I mean, what would be super funny but, is like if it, let's say let's say in three years that's your starting shortstop and second baseman, um, Jimenez would only be twenty six and Rokio would be twenty four. That's how crazy yeah. you could have that. <laughs> if that you could have case. that duo. You could have that duo for a good eight to ten years. If I mean, if they yeah. wanted to. So and depending on how know, quickly Rokio um, gets here. Yeah, I mean, who knows though? You know, you never know. Um, yeah. Which is why you go. I, I'm always. It's like, hey, look, you got a good established guy. Um, he's a bat that you like in the lineup. He'll he'll carry you for a week in the season um, when he goes on his heaters. So no, that's you make a good point. That's one that for sure. Um, like even if they didn't extend Bieber this off season, which like I feel is more of a pipe dream. If you like. I agree with you. It's like the five-year deal at a hundred million, hundred twenty, or something like that. Like some fairly big sort of extension for Bieber makes a ton of sense. Um, but if you like, if they're like, we made three moves this off season. It was Mancini, Joey Gallo, and we re-signed uh, Ahmed Rosario. Me personally, I'd be like, hell yeah, I, I feel real good about it. Oh um, yeah, no, I would feel very good going next season. The yeah, other. I mean, it wouldn't be my top choice, but certainly same. I feel like I'd be like, cool. If I'm being realistic, like that oh, feels yeah, like yeah. a win. Um, the other one, the, the only trade that I throw, I'm throwing out there uh, that I feel we haven't talked too much about that. I'd be curious if the Orioles would be interested would be if you went to them and you said, I want to give you, you, you can have Zach Plesak, but we get to pick somebody from your bullpen that we want because the the Orioles had the ninth lowest bullpen ERA in baseball last year. That was how they won. Like it it was the bullpen. Yeah. So you go to them and you say like, we'll give you like Zach Plesak and like some lower level prospect you can choose from, but we want, give us somebody from your bullpen. And that way you get starter depth and we get to bolster our bullpen with like another flamethrower who just adds depth to the bullpen. It's kind of a win-win for both sides, I would argue. Um, and relatively like low risk, because then you could just like, if you went in the next, I'll tell you this too. If you went in the next season and your rotation was Bieber, McKenzie, Quantrill, Savali, and Cody Morris, I'd be like, fine. Sure. Let's go. Yeah. Um, now, let me, let me tack on to that trade, because actually, Baltimore's a team that I'm... I didn't include this trade because I don't know what Baltimore's do, doing, but um, reuniting with old old uh, prospect Anthony Santander. Santander. 
Um, yeah, Santander. Think, yeah, Santander. Um, I, I believe something like that. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that either. And then you can you can and then if we got like a if we got like a Trey Mancini to play first base. Now between first base and right field and DH, you have four guys who take your pick for that day. Yeah. Play the match. That's interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got that would be a very low cost way to add two bats that could hit 30 homers. If you had Santander and Mancini to the mix, those are both 30 home run threats. Those are, yeah. Yeah. You know, certainly, certainly Um, mid to high twenties pushing 30. Yeah. Sure. At at well, and Santander is, uh, controlled for another two seasons. Like, yeah, I believe two. He's a free agent in 25. So, um, there's controllable aspects to that. He is familiar with the system. Um, that would be interesting. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I, I, yeah. I looked at it as the standpoint is like, if I'm look if I'm the Orioles and I'm like, yeah, Zach please is like fine. You know, give us a prospect yeah. that we like too. And we'll, well, we'll I I'd toss we, in another prospect. I toss in, you know, I'd give him please I'd give him heck. I'd give them straw, so they have a controllable. You're you, you're overselling. You don't have to do that for a bullpen arm, like from. from no, them, like, I'm saying for give the them... arm and Santander. I'd oh, give them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. Extra, you know, I'll tell you what, man. And, and, I'm not ready to jump off the Shaw train, though. I, I'm not either. I'm not either. But I'm just He's saying. So good. If it if it He's so if good push comes a shove. I'd roll the dice yeah. with Brennan. I don't love Santander enough to do that, to be honest. I want a, I want a magical world where I got a, a gold glove outfield of Gallo, Straw, and Quan. Like, that's my dream scenario, dude. It's like, just give me, like, the most baller defensive outfield you can come up with. That would, that would be a pretty outfield yeah. defensively. Offensively. That would, that would be, like interesting um uh, yeah i mean yeah yeah it's like hey you got an outfield that has 40 home runs uh, uh between it but all 38 uh, of them are gonna come from probably 50 uh, 42 <laughs> probably 50 <laughs> come on you know quant, quant's yeah, good. okay so five straw's gonna straw's gonna hit two or three you know see so i actually think maybe str- 50. we can talk about this later uh, this will be good at fodder for another episode but like i actually think quan's gonna take like a big step forward I, I feel pretty strongly about that. No, no, he was getting a lot of home runs in the year. Now, just as a quick, what would you qualify as a big step forward? Just quickly, right now. Uh, Do you have I'd like qual- what, I'd five? Qualify as a, five or no, I qualify runs? as a big step forward. Is like he hits three ten to three fifteen. Oh, and maybe hits like ten to twelve homers would be my okay. Okay, I, yeah, I, okay. I think eight, eight to eight to twelve home runs and hitting over three hundred five next year for him. Okay, because you figure, I, you I, figure I think I'm May, a little bit in that camp too. What did you say? Oh, yeah, May killed him. May killed him. Uh, yeah, I right. said three over three hundred five and eight to twelve home runs. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm there with that. I mean, yeah, the May. The, if he didn't have that bad May, 
he he would have hit three oh five. Certainly, he would have three fifteen, you know? three twenty. It'd have been crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then my 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 favorite comp to make with him holds even that much more true. Oh, and you Tony and your Gwynn. Tony yeah. Gwynn talk. Yeah, that's I right. I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but it's hard to it's hard hey. to ignore it. Why not? Let's do it. Um, also, like okay. right now, the Guardians are at the Guardians are at thirty to one to win the World Series next year. They're behind the White Sox. And I, I, I should have had you put that down in Vegas when you were out there. The Angels? Are you kidding me? Like, do they understand how that team operates? No, it's okay. So we get we just gotta find a book who's got those odds open right now. Oh, Steve, though your theory about the Red Sox—they're at forty to one. I, that's We're the thing. Win. I might, I might put a little bit on them just because, like, it's I, I feel it in the air. Like, they're gonna. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, they're gonna lose Xander Bogarts and they're gonna lose JD Martinez, and like, they're gonna win ninety eight games next year. I know it. I absolutely, I, I Some absolutely random know dudes. it. Yes, yeah. it's gonna happen. And it, and and you're right because like what they'll do is they'll be like, "We're a gritty team now," and it'll just be like dirty, dirty ass, like long hair guys again. Where like it's just like what? Who are these guys? And they'll they'll run all the way through the playoffs. I'm telling you, Johnny Damon comes yeah. back out for a couple. I'm games. telling you, like that's what they do all the time. Like, yep, they do. It's coming. Chris Sale will be like it'll be like the last magical season where Chris Sale's healthy. Yes, he's not, and like, he'll, freaking out over like retro he'll win unis. Twenty-one games. Yes, yeah, he'll win twenty-one games. I share. Dude, they'll probably. You know what they'll do is they'll he'll be healthy and they'll sign Justin Verlander. Oh no! I was gonna say they'll sign Kluber, and Kluber will win. No, like they'll go Verlander. Card. They'll give him because he opted out of a twenty-five million. They'll give they'll give him like the the Max Scherzer treatment. They'll be uh, like forty yeah. million, buddy. Here you go. Um, and the Angels uh, should sign Verlander. They'll do it for fifty, and he'll be hurt after three starts. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> he's going to get hit by Trout doing BP, and he'll be out for the year. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely oh my god all right uh all right feel- well i think that's like a fairly that's a fairly good primer for i think uh the off season which free agents yeah. are now free to be signed there yeah. have been some uh There's random some- signings let's did we miss um, any as we recorded this i mean we didn't i was checking twitter okay nothing going down that was did you, t- that did you tell elon that he that twitter's broken Dude, I, actually there's I, no, did, there's no... I did see that like he is currently twitter's communications department so he would be the person i'd actually ask because he fired all of them so yes i mean i, I on our twitter account I, I i did say hey elon something's something's going on guardians haven't made a probably move yet saw it. he appears to be looking at all of his mentions so he probably saw it so so maybe he'll get around to that one. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to get demonetized or you know kicked off the platform or you know pay eight dollars for a check mark. Uh-huh. So I'm, just, I'm just trying to live in that same same space, but you know what you need to do. Which what we need to do is buy the blue check mark and come up with like a fake, uh, like Guardians related account where it would be like 
uh, blue check mark and we'd pretend to be Chris Antonetti and be like, fuck it, we're signing Judge and like put it out there. <laughs> uh, actually, that would be that would be a lot of fun. I would that actually would love be to worth do that. Eight dollars. <laughs> I might do that, that for eight bucks. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I mean, we, we do that for like two, three months. Like, we gain the trust of the people, and then we put something like that out there. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. I'd be, uh, be but also I don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right, we'll talk. I also don't want to give. Um, I don't want to give him more money. So. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like I also don't want to give him eight dollars, even if it's all going to go down in flames. Yeah. So. So check us out on right, Mastodon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yes. whoa that's right we're on mastodon what's the handle on mastodon cal penal pod still cal penal pod yes we're yeah man adopter, all right so adapters. that's it yeah mastodon so, we're on mastodon, mastodon. Uh, we might have to start a tumblr we're gonna probably start a tumblr we'll probably start a twitch channel uh we'll probably go back to uh myspace as My, well yeah, myspace um yeah might also we'll get into some uh, of these we're gonna have to figure it out uh, what was that? Um, what was that uh, blogging site back in the day too? Oh gosh, uh, Zanga. Really lacking now that I Zanga. Yes, we're gonna have a Z- we're gonna re up the Zanga accounts. Yeah, fire that yeah. up, baby. I'm, uh, we're go. gonna be on AOL Instant Messenger as well. So big things happening yeah, gonna, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're we're in some talks. You can find us all over the place, but you know, just like I said, in case Twitter uh, implodes, uh, we'll we'll be around. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, let's all breathe breathe easy. Uh, some stuff will happen. It may not happen right away. It's not usually how they operate. Yeah. But uh, just relax. You let's know, not let's take, not you overreact know, when Anthony Rizzo crazy. signs for seven years and. But uh, I'll only start to go nuts. I'll only start to go nuts when if like Mancini does like the one year ten million dollar deal somewhere. Then I'll start to shit my pants a little bit. But yeah, and it'll be a team like the Brewers. Yes. Yeah. Because it's always the Brewers. It's always the Brewers. Yep. Or the Giants. You know, they pull off these weirdo blues. But they're swinging for the fences this year. I do think they are, but we I will think, see. I think a Giants. I, I, I'll, I'll just quickly end with my thought on the Giants since you brought them up. Carlos Rodon and Aaron Judge. I think they'd be happy with that offseason free agents. Oh yeah, I agree. Although we haven't talked about him, but a lot of people think Guardians should go after Rodon. I don't hate that idea. I don't hate. It I just, I just, he's. I, I'd put him in the camp of. There's going to be a lot of people after his services, yes. and I yes. think it's going to be a bidding war. So yep. I don't see us. And it's not mix. necessarily like this thing where they need to break. It's like, oh, shit, we have no pitching. No. No. So, right. We're not all the right. Yankees. Well, very good. All right, everybody. You all know where to find us. And uh, rate, review, subscribe. Um, that always helps, uh, especially on Apple, I think. So... Um, if you can leave us a review, that would be most excellent. Um, and you can catch us on social uh, at Calpino Pod. And we will see you guys again soon. <laughs>